Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. George Lundberg, Editor-in-Chief of the Medscape Journal of Medicine. Morality, ethics, and law. Which is the most important? Morality by far. Law only matters as a last resort approach. Dr. Stuart Green of the University of California, Irvine, is here today to talk to us about injecting morality back into the teaching of doctors as a way to get over this current mess of non-professional behavior. Dr. Green. Right now, the medical profession is on the ropes. The media and Congress continue to flail away at the unseemly relationship doctors have with drug companies and medical device makers. Accusations of kickbacks for product selection, unearned consulting fees, stock options tied to research results, and drug reps supplied pizza for office staff all imply that our profession puts personal gain ahead of patient welfare. In the medical legal arena, lawyers and judges realize that favorable testimony can be purchased in a marketplace replete with practitioners of questionable ethical standards. Likewise, statisticians find that local and regional variation in treatment for common ailments, such as breast cancer and back pain, correlate with ownership of imaging equipment, testing devices, and ambulatory or inpatient treatment centers. Rather than fighting the accusations of unethical conduct with self-righteous assertions by our professional associations, it would be more appropriate to train the next generation of doctors to incorporate high-level moral reasoning in their medical and professional decision-making. Surveys of medical school and residency training programs find that formal education in medical ethics and moral reasoning is sadly deficient. And no wonder, discussing ethics in the abstract is both boring and ill-focused. Since doctors in training have turned increasingly towards review articles, both print and web-based, as sources of information, it occurred to me that such publications should shine a brighter light on ethics issues arising out of topics their authors cover. For instance, assume a submission reviews treatment for carpal tunnel syndrome and notes that most workers' compensation patients with electrodiagnostically negative CTS do poorly after transverse carpal ligament release. I believe that the manuscript's authors should discuss whether it's ethical to perform surgery on a subset of patients prone to an unfavorable outcome. In this way, we'll incorporate ethical judgment in all facets of medical education. I'm concerned that our profession, after repeated conflict of interest inquiries, whether appropriate or off-target, won't be invited to the table when the final structure of America's new health care paradigm is considered. While it seems impossible that doctors won't be involved, remember that Hillary Clinton's health plan was drafted without much physician input. Even more remarkably, when Governor Schwarzenegger's staff crafted California's monumental Workers' Compensation Reform Act, neither doctors nor lawyers were consulted, only labor and business. Perhaps the governor suspected that workers' comp treaters and claimant attorneys milked the system for their own benefit and thus wouldn't serve either the employer's or the injured worker's future interests. If we continue to burn through our goodwill by continuous acts perceived by the public as corrupt, we'll get what we deserve. That's my opinion. I'm Dr. Stuart A. Green, Clinical Professor of Orthopedic Surgery at the University of California, Irvine.